0: what is up waffle gang i do hope you are well my name is mark and today we're checking out some more r slash oh, yeah. if you are new here and love a reddit story don't forget to hit that subscribe button maybe that notification bell too and let's jump straight in to today's stories much love guys now our first story is from our very own subreddit it is an am i the arsehole post but from r slash mark narrations go over there post your own stories as well get involved occasionally we read them on the channel and it's from mischief managed titled am i the arsehole for calling to complain about a nurse practitioner np hey mark this happened last week and a few people are saying i would be the arsehole if this nurse lost her job to start three years ago my husband he watches your videos too love you babe was taking care of dishes while i was making dinner He asked me to back up so he could put away the silverware. I assumed the dishwasher door was up and he assumed I knew it was down. I ended up tripping and there was a loud pop sound. He and his roommates loaded me into the car and took me to ER. They told me that I had a small tear on my meniscus. Two years later, I ever had a history of my knee randomly given out on me. Because of this, I went to the doctor and saw the nurse practitioner. When I went to explain to her what was going on, without looking or touching my knee, told me that because I'm overweight, I needed to lose weight to get the knee pain to go away. I sighed and went home to deal with the pain. I started to barely go to that office as I didn't want to deal with that NP. In June of this year, I tripped over my son's toy. It's this little scooter that he pushes himself in. My knee swelled up and made it difficult to walk. I had no choice but to go back to the doctor's office luckily i saw a different np who immediately took my concerns seriously and scheduled me for an x-ray and a follow-up appointment for a month later the x-ray determined that nothing was broken a month later i saw the original np from two years ago she had a trainee with her this time my knee was still swollen red and hot to the touch The trainee was immediately concerned because I still had a good range of motion on my injured knee and he said I needed an MRI. When he left the room, I could hear him talking to the NP outside the door. I could hear him telling him that it seems unlikely something was wrong and I should do physical therapy and lose more weight and the knee pain would go away. He responded with, he thinks something is really wrong and that I need an MRI and a referral to the sports medicine doctor. It has a different name, but I don't want to spell it out or have people try to pronounce it. She sighed and said she would come in and take a look. The minute she looked at my knee, she could tell something was wrong. She asked how long the knee had been swollen and if anything helps it. I said icing it and putting the knee up and it's been hard to walk since June. She immediately got me a referral and an appointment for an MRI, which I had to wait another month for. During my appointment with a doctor, it was determined that my ACL was completely torn and that this is an old injury. We determined it was from the injury from three years ago I was angry and informed the doctor that I had requested something to be done about it two years ago, but that nothing was done. He recommended that I call the original office to talk to someone about that, but I needed to do physical therapy before insurance would okay surgery. He informed me that it looked like surgery would be the only option. Later that week, I called and filed a complaint with the office and the patient services. They both sounded horrified about what the NP had said and told me that they would look into the matter and that they would get back to me. Here is where I might be the arsehole. A co-worker asked me why I was limping as she was concerned. When I told her what happened, she said I needed to call and file a complaint. Another co-worker overheard and said I shouldn't do that as the NP was just doing her job and if I followed the recommendation, the pain would have gone away. When I told that co-worker that I had already filed a complaint, they said I was an arsehole for endangering that NP's job. So I ask you, am I the arsehole? Edit, the ACL is a very tiny ligament in your knee that helps stabilize it. It's hidden behind the kneecap in case anyone is wondering what the ACL is. Also forgot to add that the sports doctor is trying to find someone to do the surgery as he is not confident on doing the surgery since it's such a small area. So getting this fix might mean several months of waiting. Absolutely, you're not going to be the asshole to me in this situation at all. And I think these things do need to be reported. We've we've seen it several times on this channel negligence from healthcare professionals and it puts people in further danger look at what you're having to go through right now because of that negligence that could have been sorted what two three years ago and who knows you if you've done further damage by you know having to keep going about your everyday life with this injury still there and it's clear from what the other healthcare professionals have said you know this is a serious thing that needs surgery Something the original nurse practitioner should have done in the very first place, but went down the weight route, which was totally wrong of her. So why not report it? And there's nothing wrong with reporting it. I mean, if, if, if the nurse is totally innocent and they see it as, as totally normal, nothing's going to happen, is it? But you could be saving a lot of people in the future here from, from other hassle. How many other people was she told, you know, you just need to go away and lose weight? How many others? We don't know. And I hope your report does come out and find out. That'd be very interesting. I would love an update on that report as well. Thank you for sharing that story. Why am I like this says not the arsehole. Weight bias in healthcare workers is a real thing and needs to stop. Any healthcare worker who solely and always blames weight without looking for another cause or even a real examination should be reported. Tory monster says not the arsehole. They're supposed to actually look into the cause of the injury, not just say it's weight and move on. Yes, weight can cause joint pain and all that. And sure, some weight loss may alleviate some of it, but this is an injury related to a fall initially. By not listening to what a patient says, they've made the problem worse for you in the future and caused further harm. Killer Frost is not the asshole times 100,000. It sounds like you dislocated your knee and tore your meniscus and other things, and it didn't heal correctly. Get an immobilizer for your knee. If the DR hasn't given you one already, and also rent or buy if you can, crutches, stay off that knee. Copper Blitter says not the arsehole. It was okay for the NP to recommend weight loss to help manage the situation, but knowing you had an injury, she should have ordered the proper testing. Unfortunately, it's rather common for medical professionals to have a certain prejudice that can cloud their judgment. Hopefully being reported doesn't cost her a job, but gives her incentive to improve herself. Jenny Lynn says, not the arsehole with any type of injury, they need to say what it all is wrong. Because even if you lose weight, you would still be in pain. It might or might not be less painful, but there was something else wrong. It could have been taken care of a long time ago if it weren't for someone not bothering to check underlying condition. Hugs and love to you and hope for a good recovery. Once again, thank you for sharing that story on our subreddit. I hope I'm wishing you a speedy recovery and I hope you get the operation sooner rather than later. Much love to you and the hubby, and let's move on to the next story. And our next story comes from the feeder. Am I the arsehole? Am I the arsehole for making a girl at the gym pay me $20 because she was mistaken about me taking creep shots of her at the gym? I-35 male was working out at the gym and I'm resting in between workouts and I wanna play a mobile game. The mobile game lets you switch between landscape and portrait, but the only way to switch is to rotate it while the phone is upright. You can't switch if your phone screen is facing the ceiling anyway i am playing and this 20 something girl comes up to me and is like hey you i lock my screen and i'm like hey what's up she immediately grabs my phone and tells me to give my lock screen passcode i'm like no it's my phone and she starts screeching about how i was taking creepy pictures of her and i need to delete them i'm telling her that i was just playing a mobile game and she must have seen me trying to rotate my screen sorry if it was pointed in her direction etc She gets the gym workers into this and tells them she wants me kicked out. The gym workers were great and were really nice to both of us. They asked me if I could just give them the passcode and they could check my phone as a third party. I asked the girl what is she going to give me if she's wrong. This is a pretty messed up allegation. She was like, you get to keep working out here and I'll maybe apologize. I tell her that's not good enough. I ask if she has any cash or Venmo or something after some back and forth she pulls out a 20 and i'm like good okay if they unlock my phone and don't see any photos of you i get to keep this 20. she agrees because she seems fairly sure of herself while the guys end up unlocking my phone and see my mobile game is still on screen then they go to the photos and look through the photos from the day and don't see any of her so i'm like cool and grab my phone and my money she starts going off about how i probably hid them or something Now my girlfriend, who came over two-thirds into this whole ordeal, says I could have just unlocked my phone for her and not embarrassed this girl. I said it was the principle of the matter. Girlfriend says this girl is probably going to think twice about calling people out in the future and one of them may be the real deal. I told her that's not my problem. She can't just embarrass people in a public setting like this and expect to get away with it vague vague says not the arsehole and the girl 100% should think twice before screeching out perv allegations unless she is damn well sure that's not a negative from this experience i'm glad the employees were nice but the gym should have thrown something like a free month your way because going through your gallery is a violation and that would have me cringing for days what if you had just taken some booty pics of yourself being creeped on sucks and every woman knows the feeling but you're legit the victim here no way you're the asshole. Pixie sticks and Stone says, not the arsehole at all. She basically tried to call you a pervert in a a semi-public place and was mistaken but didn't want to apologize. Jim Law, $20 is rightfully yours, enjoy. Madug says, not the arsehole. She essentially bet against you in Lost. You didn't demand $20. You just won it after she offered it as a wager in a bet that you took photos when you hadn't. And Stringer number says, she can consider it as reparations for falsely accusing you and attempting to shame you in public. Cloud King says not the arsehole What I don't think taking the money was good form. You were put in a pretty shitty position. At the end of the day if you're in the USA then she can't be coming up and taking your possessions because she suspects something. She needs to learn of better ways about going about this like getting management involved from the get go instead of walking up and administrating some gym justice on her own. There are plenty of creeps out there, but random accusations, confiscating property, and considering you guilty because of some made-up scenario in her head are not acceptable either. Gotta Know Your CKN says everyone sucks here except your girlfriend. She's right, women are often harassed in the gym, like a lot. You won the argument, you proved yourself innocent. The money thing just seems like petty pride. And Let's Purdy Birdie says I feel bad for her because it's not uncommon to get harassed at a gym. Everyone sucks here. You were telling the truth, but I wouldn't have taken the money. You were pushing for something instead of just showing you didn't do what she said. Easy to prove. And if she didn't want creepy pictures of herself out there, she kind of had to put something up just to get her to show her the phone. Now, what do you guys make of this one? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below and we'll move on to the next story. And our next story comes from JDP Phoenix. Am I the asshole for insisting that my aunt pay me $1,500 an hour to tutor her son. To pay my way through law school, I ran an Alsat tutoring service, though I have since stopped offering this service. But that didn't stop my aunt from calling me up on Saturday attempting to hire me to tutor her son. Even if I still were offering this service, there are multiple reasons why I wouldn't take my cousin as a client. Firstly and most importantly, my cousin is lukewarm at best at the idea of becoming a lawyer. Secondly, only one law school in my country requires the LSAT and it is reconsidering whether to continue this requirement at all. Thirdly, my cousin is only 16, so his focus should be on his high school exams and not an exam four years away that may not even be required. Despite this, my aunt was adamant I tutor her son. I offered to send them my old notes and called some of my students to see whether any of them would take my cousin on as a client, but she insisted it be me. Because my aunt wouldn't take no for an answer, I tried a different tactic, charging a rate of $500 per hour. I'm well aware that my time is not worth anything close to this stupidly outrageous rate, so I was hoping it would scare my aunt away. Well, it did, but just a bit too well. My aunt took offence to my offer and quickly transitioned from guilt tripping me. We're family, family is supposed to support each other, etc. To being outraged, you greedy, ungrateful little shit. Your parents didn't do their job with you, did they? Etc. I'm not sure what I'm being ungrateful about, as my aunt never done anything for me. Regardless, I laughed at her and said $1,000 per hour then. My aunt fired off a few more choice words then hung up. My mother called me a few hours later and asked if I was willing to apologize, send over the notes and call my old students to keep the peace as a favor to her. My mother is an angel, but she has let her family walk all over her her entire life. And frankly, I'm sick of letting her family walk all over me too. So I refused. My mother wasn't happy with my decision, but accepted it. And I thought that was the end of that. But earlier today, my aunt had the audacity to send me this text. Here's my email. Send me the notes. Maybe this wasn't the best decision, but I responded with this text. Here's my bank account details. The rate is now $1,500 per hour so why do i think i'm the arsehole well at this point i'm just goading my aunt that being said i thought i was more than reasonable throughout this entire exchange maybe i should have just said no and been firmer on that stance am i the asshole? now look you told her no multiple times and every time you told her no she increased with the aggressiveness so this is a kind of petty that i can get behind and i'm more for it so i'm definitely not going to call you the asshole in this situation I'm just here for the MI I the arsehole who says, not the arsehole, I love how petty you are. Hopefully you've put her and her entitled attitude in their place. People need to accept that no is a full sentence. Nacho says, not the arsehole, she gets increasingly rude in and insistent, so the cost of dealing with her keeps going up. Crafty Armitage says, not the arsehole, I can't believe that everyone sucks here, people. You did say no, repeatedly. She refused to take no for an answer and you got pretty ridiculous in exchange, but quoted increasingly ridiculous prices doesn't make you an arsehole if anything you're just driving home the point that far from making you waver your aunt's demands are putting her father from her goal thicker willow says not the asshole. your aunt sounds really entitled you offered her the notes in the beginning but she declined your offer after behaving like an entitled asshole herself she now expects you to be willing to give her the notes for free your aunt needs to learn that you don't insult someone or their parents if you want a favor from them and one more from disney addict who says not the arsehole you're my hero Now, what do you guys make of this one? I love a bit of penny in my life. But what do you guys think? Let me know in the comments below and we'll move on to another There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wegovy and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. story and our next story comes from accomplished total 83 titled am i the arsehole for selling things off of our farm that we bought two years ago from family my boyfriend and i purchased my grandfather's 40 acre farm two years ago from family for four hundred thousand dollars ten thousand dollars an acre a little high for 2018 farm ground prices but the sentimental value was there in the purchase agreement it specifically stated that the land, buildings, and all personal property were included in the purchase price. There were no favors given buying this from family. We were the ones with the highest offer. My grandfather has been dead since 2014. He left behind a huge mess for the family to clean up. When I say huge mess, about 20 acres of vehicles, scrap metal, falling down buildings, etc. Over the last two years, we've been cleaning up what we could to make the place an actual farm again. We grow crops, have animals, and have our own farm equipment. Recently, we've been cleaning out the barns to put our equipment in, and my dad, my grandpa's son, has been coming unglued because we are scrapping and selling what we can to make room for our stuff. Who would have thought buying a place and wanting to use the buildings? Anything I do is a problem, and he complains to my boyfriend, who is working right besides me, wanting to get our place useful again. My thinking is, we bought a farm, top dollar with all content included and we were able to sell whatever we want with no remorse if anything of importance was there they should have been removed before even listing the place for sale regardless of being family or not side note i moved out when i was 16 due to not getting along with my parents i put myself through high school college and i've worked a full-time job since 16 there has never been any favors given now you know me i love a program like nightmare neighbors and another one of my favorites is people that you know hoard stuff i don't know i just love to see what they're actually hoarding it's one of my favorite things and i do wonder if your grandpa was of that same sort of had them same sort of issues going on the amount of stuff that was left on the farm and all that kind of thing and i wonder if it runs in the family with your dad as well and he wants to take that stuff or maybe it's just all sentimental and he's attached to some of these things with that being said, you're definitely not going to be the asshole to meet in this situation. But if, if some of this items are just junk or whatever, you maybe could do yourself a favor and say, look, you've got 24 hours to take that if you want it, otherwise it's going, it's going in the bin sort of thing. And it's just a way of maybe helping yourself and, you know, de-escalating the situation. Or you could just go down the route and say, look, Dad, Get off my land. Simple as you bought it, you paid for it, it's your land. As you said, everything that was on that land at the time of purchase is now yours. So he needs to back off in my opinion. But Achievement says, not the asshole. You bought it at a full price. No family favored discount and all those things were left there. If someone else has bought it, do your family think they wouldn't have got rid of these things? Stunning hat says, not the asshole, but why are you giving this guy your ear? Attention encourages emotional bullies okay piccolo says not the arsehole it's your property to do as you want if dad is that upset he can stay off the property and not visit they have no say in what you do with your land and property felinor says not the arsehole i think though if it's anything sentimental value to your family that won't hold much resale value it couldn't hurt to just let them have it but if it's all random scrap and just old junk that your dad is complaining about you binning and suggesting you should just hoard it then he's definitely the arsehole Opie replies, and he definitely comes from a hoarding family. The most recent argument was over an engine that was buried in the ground for at least 15 years. He saw it in the scrap metal pile and got mad. Ellie Lyons says, absolutely not the asshole, but also totally normal behavior from your dad. Many years ago, a family member of mine died. She left everything to us. But her lifestyle wasn't something we could afford. Mortgage was five figures on top of a 600 HOA fee per month. Before we even arrived to assess where to start, her siblings were blown up my phone in fear of us taking the furnishings out and selling the place. It didn't matter to them that we couldn't afford to keep it and they themselves couldn't afford to keep it. They just didn't want us to change anything and nothing we did was good enough. We even had them to come in and get whatever they wanted. They still bickered about us having to sell. In my opinion, it came down to an avoidance to deal with death of their sister. Keeping the stuff in the property just as she left it meant that she wasn't truly gone here we are years late and they still don't speak to us over it but it's okay processing time moving forward is difficult for some people regardless of how your dad treated you in the past keep your integrity but moving forward making the best use of the farm your grandfather would be proud absolutely now what do you guys make of this one what would you say to the dad in this situation? I mean, if they do have a good bond apart from this one issue, it could be incredibly difficult, right? But I think they still need to set up those boundaries. What do you think? Let me know your thoughts in the comments below and we'll move on to the next story. And another story from our own subreddit, r slash Mark Narrations, get involved. And this one's from Glimmer Blossoms titled, am I the asshole for scheming and using, and using emotional manipulation to trick my teacher into helping me graduate? Controversial title there, straight away. Let's get involved. Hi Mark, love your channel. If you read this, I'm sorry for how long it is. No worries, we love a long one. Long-winded title, wasn't quite sure how to word this. This is a long story, so I tried to sum up the important parts. When I, female 26, was 19 years old, i had flunked out of college. Went for the wrong career that ended with me getting burnt out, etc., and was stuck in a dead-end job as a minimum wage cashier slash bagger. At age 22, my grandmother generously offered to pay for me to go to college to become a CNA and I gratefully accepted and was determined to not fail college again and succeeded. Cut to my small four-person class and my teacher who I'll call Mrs. K. Mrs. K and I did not get along with each other due to ideological differences. And for anyone curious, I was arguing the ethics of allowing patients to die on their own terms via euthanasia and she argued because this is god's country that because it's against god's law it wasn't right and got irrationally angry when i reminded her that america was established without religion and that not everyone worships a christian god mrs k was a teacher that had favorites and needless to say and needless to say after that philosophical debate i was not her favorite out of us four and treated us as such by giving the other women more privileges and favor I won't lie that it didn't bother me at first but after a week I gave up worrying about it put my head down and ignored it determined to pass my class with high marks so that I not only pass for my family and to repay my blessed grandmother's gift but also so that I can have a better future open to me for those who don't know, part of becoming a CNA or Certified Nursing Assistant, I assume, is that you need to do at least two weeks of clinical studies, where you go to a nursing home or hospital setting and put to use the skills you had been learning in class, i.e. changing bedsheets, changing a bedpan, shaving, etc. You had a list of about 40 tasks that you had to show your instructor, have them initial it, and if you didn't finish them all in two weeks before your final exam, you would fail. Well, since there were four of us, we were split into two teams and made to go separate ends of the hospital or nursing homes split between two shifts. First week, Mrs. K was nowhere to be found. Either me or my partner would have to run to the other end of the building to find her with the other team and bring her over to do a skill. Problem is that these are old people and this is a night class. So by the time we'd get her over, the patient would be in bed and we wouldn't have any skills to show her for the end of the night. At the end of the first week we had about 10 out of 40 skills completed, most by default because this test is outdated and thus didn't have to do things like restraining someone or cleaning a body post-mortem. I sat down with Mrs. K and suggested that she could split her time between the teams. First with the other team and then after dinner break she could come with us on our side of the building so it would be a fair division between us. Mrs. K did not take kindly to that and proceeded to scold me like a child and say that I don't have time to dedicate to just you. You can't monopolize my time when others need me. Keep in mind team two had 35 to 40 skills done at this point and my partner and I were at 10 out of 40 skills. Having had enough, I decided to make a plan. Just as a quick background, our classes are split by each county and run by different teachers. The one for another county was Mrs. Saint who was the administrator of the CNA and nursing classes aka Mrs. K's boss. I knew from what Mrs. K had said she and Mrs. Saint did not get along and seemed to have some bad blood between them. For reasons I know nothing about but given what a peach Mrs. K was it didn't surprise me that more people didn't like her. Anyways, I heard that one of Mrs. St's students had gotten sick and had to make up coursework and was going to have class with us the final week and thus enacted my plan. I got to the nursing home early before everyone else and had texted and left a message to Mrs. K. An hour before class to give her one last chance, being honest with my concerns of failing my class and went to see Mrs. St's student, Jamie, got out of the car and introduced myself and we chatted a bit. And I subtly dropped in the fact that I hadn't finished my clinical work yet and I was very worried. We entered the nursing home together and with Jamie by my side and in earshot, I asked Mrs. K if she had gotten my message and once more, Mrs. K began to scold me, telling me that she had other students to worry about and that I wasn't entitled to special treatment and that's when I enacted my plan. I proceeded to turn on the waterworks. Weeks of frustration that had built up had came out now as I cried real tears in front of everyone in the lobby and spoke loudly enough for everyone, especially Jamie to hear that I was working so hard and trying my best to complete my work, but she wasn't helping me. Then when I needed her, she was nowhere to be found and wouldn't even take the effort to come down the hall with me and my partner just one night. And finally, that I only had so many days left and so many skills. Throwing in that, I couldn't fail and let my grandmother down and so on. Maybe laying it on a bit thick, but it was clear by Mrs. K's expression and lack of argument to my accusations that she was very much guilty. And Jamie, her boss's student, had just heard everything. That night, Mrs. K stuck to my partner and I like glue, and I got 30 out of 40 tasks done. And what made it even sweeter was that Mrs. K essentially ordered her favorite students to help me that night and the rest of the week. I'd say I had a shook needless to say i felt very proud of myself and a couple of days later i get a call from mrs saint asking me if everything was all right as expected a student informed her of my little meltdown my original plan was that mrs k still wouldn't be still wouldn't help me i had an eyewitness and i could go after her job but given the fact that she did help me in the end there was no need to so i dropped it graduated and all is well so why do i wonder if i'm the asshole? Well, I find this story something I'm proud of because I took zero prisoners, etc. But recently I told a friend about this story and needless to say, she was not happy. Saying that I'm a manipulative liar who put a woman's job at risk. And if I was this calculating, then what else could I do? Essentially saying that I'm no longer trustworthy and an asshole who would potentially ruin someone's life over something petty. Plus, she mentioned how it was very anti-feminist of me to use tears to get what I want. Saying that's toxic femininity, which I don't agree with, but maybe. I did, after all, use Meltdown tears to get what I wanted, even if what I wanted was to pass my class. But just because the methods used got me to what I wanted, it doesn't necessarily make said methods not horrible. So Reddit, please tell me, am I the asshole Coming in there with that dodgy title there, you had me on the ropes, I thought, ooh, at some stage it's gonna turn, but absolutely not the arsehole to me in this situation. All you wanted your teacher to do was stop playing favorites and do her bloody job, which she wasn't doing all the way through. And you gave her a little reality check in the middle. And you said that, you know, you used tears to get what you wanted, but you also said you was at the very end, you didn't know what else to do. So I I got no doubt that these were genuine tears as as well from stress of everything because you had so many tasks left and you didn't know what to do. And to put it into perspective, she could have ruined your chance of becoming a nurse which ain't no joke, let's not play it down, that is no joke. So she deserves absolutely everything she got in this one, which wasn't much in the end. All you got her to do was do her job and that's it. So your friend, whatever they're talking, they're talking absolute shit to be quite honest, but... Let's check out the comments to see what they say. I'm gonna start with Irish. Good old Irish saying, setting up a situation so you had an outside witness to her abuse doesn't sound like an emotional manipulation to me. Your outburst also sounds genuine. You just exercise control over when you broke down. Your friend needs a reality check. When dealing with someone abusing their power over you, you use every weapon in your arsenal. That includes good old tears. Folks have a gut reaction to young women crying. Might as well make it work for you when in a bind. And I hate that you shouldn't put their job at risk nonsense. That teacher was unethical at best. Doesn't matter that she's a woman. She's going to destroy someone that could have been a great CNA. Probably already has. Janda says, what would be the manipulating part? Manipulating would be convincing an innocent party member that they were in the wrong if mrs k had been innocent then this would have been manipulation but since she knew she was guilty and she knew you had a witness to back up your claims had things gone south she showed that she could put in the effort to help you that she neglected all this time which shows even further that she kept the distance to begin with on purpose and you could have cost her her job she could have cost you your future this was not being petty on her part she knew what she was doing and what consequences it would have had for you petty would have been to look at the tiniest mistakes in your actions but that is not even possible if she doesn't look at your actions to begin with an anti-feminist the teacher is the anti-feminist for not supporting a woman getting a career in stem i think your friend is hiding something and is trying to manipulate you into thinking you are in the wrong as to not get exposed by you using feminism as a manipulation tactic which is not very feminist of her not the asshole And the final comment on this post was from that little wild wolf who says, nope, not the arsehole. From your title, I thought you might be after actually being at fault for failing and using tears to come through. But nope, sounds more like a breakdown due to her abuse was coming in anyway. So why not regain a little control over the situation so you have a witness? You would have been a small A had you gone for her job and she started helping you, but you didn't. You stopped after you got what you wanted and what was actually her damn job and maybe made it easier for other non-favorites since her boss knows how she can act. You ask first more than once. She had many chances to change her behavior. Were you supposed to fail just because she didn't like you? Where's the feminism there? Also to your friend, I guess she really needs a reality check. Tell her that you would have cried anyway. And if she preferred, had you cried alone in your room and just taken your teacher's abuse? Now, what do you guys make of this story? What do you make of all of today's stories? I'd love to know your thoughts and comments below if you have a moment of your time. Don't forget to subscribe to the channel if you love a Reddit story. Generally, we do two a day, two videos a day, and we have a catalog of over a thousand videos at this point in time. There's a lot to get through. Anyway, thank you so much for your love, support, and time, and I will see you in the next one. Take care, guys.